It's such a pleasure and such a joy to see your beautiful faces and your hearts. I have been blessed to be to your country three times, and each time it was life-changing for me. We are so blessed to know Dr. David and the PRM family, and we look forward to our next visit to see you face to face. I've had dreams and visions of being there walking on the land of your nation and being in the presence of God. We are so thankful for each one of you and your heart and passion for the Lord and his glory. Even now my heart overflows with joy and thanksgiving to see what the Lord is doing through your school. It is a work that is historic and will change the future of your own life, your family, and your nation. At my age, I may be old enough to be your father, perhaps some of your grandfather. But there is such hope in spite of all the darkness in the world. And our hope lies in Jesus Christ, our Savior and our Lord. And he freely gives us all the seven spirits of God and the beauty and the wonder, being awe of who the Lord is, a sovereign king full of majesty. So I thank you, Dr. David, for the kind invitation and for your life committed to the service and the surrender of the Lord for his purposes. Dr. David, I thank you. So, Father, right now I pray blessings in abundance on each one here and their families. We thank you for the powerful messages that Dr. Nancy and Dr. Cindy have given so far. And I thank you, Father, Lord of Light, for your words, your heart flowing in every word that you give me to share today. And so, if I could, David, uh, share the screen. Yes. I have a few slides. Oh, yes, you can share. We are in a new wave of glory, and it's because wow. of your heart and passion for the Lord that wow. your hunger for the Lord invites his presence. Wow. 
Yesterday I was uh, preparing and praying and the Lord gave me this verse to share. From Ephesians 3.12, in whom, because of our faith in him, we dare to have the boldness, courage, and confidence of free access, an unreserved approach to God with freedom and without fear. That by the blood of Jesus, we have access to the very throne room of God. And so I just pray a fresh encounter with the fresh wind, the fresh breath of the Lord on each one of you. And we just thank God for your hard work and your perseverance in all of your studies as you press into the heart of our Father. We see such beautiful mysteries unfold in the Word of God and his identity that he gives us in Jesus Christ. In Hebrews 4.16, we read that we can come with boldness and confidence to the throne of grace to receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. David has heard me say many times that every moment is a gateway or a pathway to eternity. And we know that we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. And so we are supernatural spiritual beings seated in two places at once. We're here in the present. And we're also seated in eternity with Jesus Christ. And we each are so blessed to be alive at the most exciting time in history. And sure, if we read the news, it can be scary at times, but it's full of divine opportunities given to us wow. by our Lord. Jesus said, the work of the Father is to believe. The work of the Father is is to believe. And so each of you were created for specific purposes and assignments from before the foundation of the world. And the Lord is smiling over each of you 
as he gives you the courage and the boldness to overcome every trial. The measure of faith that he has given to each one of us is a seed for his greatness to be revealed through your life. Love is the most important thing. And love will lead you and guide you and love will follow you all the days of your life. And so we are so excited on our side for what the Lord is doing on your side in your lives. Faith will drive us by his love for us to exercise great courage in spite of the darkness and overcoming every fear. The Lord does not give us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And we read in Ephesians 1, 19 and 20, the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And the Lord has Dr. David and Dr. Cindy and Dr. Nancy and I and other speakers here to encourage you into great obedience by faith, and it's all by his grace. The world is waiting and many are crying out seeking hope. And the Lord desires to give you his eyes and all his senses to see and experience in other lives what he sees in them. Each of you are a lighthouse of his glory to express his hope and faith being fulfilled in the lives he has you minister to. And the Lord gives you his mantle of healing with the compassion of Jesus, that you can minister the very heart of Jesus into those that you pray for and speak and witness to. And you each are sent out, and apostolic, the root word of that means the sent ones. 
We each are in the apostolic generation. And I want to read this quote from Floyd McClung, who was a great missionary and a great minister of God's glory. What is apostolic passion? The term passion is used to describe everything from romance to hunger pains. I don't know what it means to you, but for me, passion means whatever a person is willing to suffer for. In fact, that's the root meaning of the word. It comes from the Latin word passer, to suffer. It is what you hunger for so intensely that you will sacrifice anything to have it. The word apostle means a sent one, a messenger. Apostolic passion, therefore, is a deliberate, intentional choice to live for the worship of Jesus in the nations. It has to do with the com committed to the point of death to spreading his glory. It's the quality of those who are on fire for Jesus who dream of the whole earth being covered with the glory of the Lord. We know that the word says in Hebrews 11:6, without faith it's impossible to please God, for he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. The Lord is so smiling over each of you because you have diligently been seeking him and you will continue to do so in the days ahead. The world is waiting to hear that message of hope and joy found in Jesus Christ through each one of you. This school has helped lay the foundation for you to build on the character of Christ, which is very important and precious to our Lord. Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone, and upon that foundation, we can build the kingdom of God as we destroy the works of the enemy. The 
For his word is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The Logos word is life, and what you've been studying is the most important thing that you can study. Just look at what the word says in John 1 1. In the beginning, before all time, was the word Christ, and the word was with God, and the word was God Himself. Verse 2 He was present originally with God. All things were made and came into existence through him, and without him was not even one thing made that has come into being. In him was life, and the life, and was the light of men. That word of God that is alive and living us in us drives us with such passion and zeal to worship and to be in awe of him moment by moment. The Lord has placed his angels around you to guide you, to war on your behalf, and to minister comfort and joy and peace in Jesus. And I emphasize this very strongly is that the Lord trusts you in this hour to be strong and of good courage as you go about following his instructions. I hear the Holy Spirit saying that he, he loves the joy and the hunger that you have for the Lord. That he chose you for these days ahead as you work in the ecclesia or the remnant of Christ across the nations. And through the blood of Jesus, and us receiving the Lord as Savior, we have great authority in the name of Jesus. Jesus said that all authority in heaven and earth was given to him by his Father, and that authority is given to us as sons and daughters, priests and kings. So right now I just pray all spiritual blessings and the Father's blessings on each one of you. 
And we know that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but spiritual for the pulling down of strongholds. Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And Dr. David and his team of and faculty, I'm sure, have done excellent training and preparation in evangelism and even prophetic evangelism. The Lord orders our steps each day, even the strangers that we meet out in the street or the marketplace. And even, for example, helping an elderly person with their groceries can be a divine setup in God's perfect timing. And through even simple acts of kindness and love, we can be his ministers of light and fire, bringing hope to each one. Yeah. And we can build relationships even with people that we don't know by extending the right hand of fellowship and love and kindness. And these divine opportunities can be ways for us to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit can give us a, a picture or an impression or an image that we can speak life that can unlock the hardest heart. Uh, and so we can be excited about even uncertain circumstances and even meeting strangers because the Lord gives us Holy Spirit discernment. And we can be that messenger of God's hope and his destiny fulfilled as we speak even to strangers through kindness as we ask their permission. And so it is, it can be very fun, even though at times it can be a little uh, fear, fear making, but the Lord gives us the courage and the faith and the love to overcome every hesitancy. Yeah. And so as we seek the Lord and surrender our lives to him, he sets up these divine opportunities for his spirit to break through into the lives of those around us.
And the Lord tells us to be holy as he is holy. Now, Tower of Yachin Robabule, Guru Tanshine, Dianchin Rotanshin Jinshiame. To express the hope that we have for all eternity through Jesus Christ into everyday situations and every meeting, even with strangers. The world shall know us by our love. Jesus can unlock any door. Wow. And as we see with his eyes, he often will give us the key to unlock the hearts that don't know him. But right now, as an act of faith, I want you to hold up your right hand with their palm open up to receive the key. And just close your eyes for a moment. And the scripture comes to mind, Mark 11, 24. What things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you have received them and you shall have them. And so just visualize in your mind and your heart an angel of the Lord putting a golden key in your hand to unlock hearts. And you carry this key with you all the time. Now close your hand and make a fist to hold tight the key. And you'll carry this key with you all the days of your life. And you can put your hands down and open your eyes. And I encourage you, as many of you are called to be teachers, to remember simple acts of faith that can move mountains and impact eternity. For the Lord wants us to come to him with childlike faith. And it's such a beautiful thing to have that childlike faith. And to believe the way the Lord created us to believe. And so that we know that God is the God of the impossible. And I pray that you have that childlike faith to always be in wonder and awe of the God of all creation. And that you will soar high on his eagle's wings. And I want to talk about oneness in the body briefly. We know we read in Romans 12, 4 that for as one physical body, we have many parts, organs and member, and all of these parts do not have the same function or use. Joma 
So we, numerous as we are of God's people all across the world, are one body in Christ, the Messiah, and individually we are parts one of another, mutually dependent on one another. And I pray that you develop godly relationships with brothers and sisters who can encourage each other in the most holy faith. In Romans 12, 15, we read, Rejoice and weep with those who weep, sharing others' grief. That was Romans 12, 15 there, David. Yes, uh, yeah, I just read it, yeah. Yeah. Um, the connection, just a second. Just a second. Yes, and we read in 1 Corinthians 12, 26. And if one member suffers, all the parts share the suffering. If one member is honored, all the members share in the enjoyment of it. Now you collectively are Christ's body, and individually you are members of it, each part severally and distinct, each with his own place and function. And we have this great cloud of witnesses, as we read in Hebrews 12, that are those who prayed us into the kingdom and the great heroes of the faith who have gone before us, who are in heaven cheering us on even today. So the body of Christ includes those who have gone before us that are in heaven now, those that are here on earth at the present in many tribes and different tongues around the world. Wow. And Jesus Christ is always the head. And for myself, it helps give me great assurance and understanding in revelatory ways of the bigness of God outside of time. And that God does exceedingly abundantly all that we can think or imagine. Yet he will move heaven and earth for you. Believe that and understand that. That he loves you in such an amazing, incomprehensible way 
He knows the hair on your head and he knows your thoughts and yourself even better than you know yourself. That Jesus Christ, the hope of glory, is in you and expanding you each day and each moment. And as you grow in your devotion to the Lord, that vibration in alignment with the vibrations of heaven will expand your footprint as the presence grows in you to affect the world around you. As a new creation reality, because of Jesus Christ's love and the grace of God, you will do great things for his glory. And even earlier tonight, as I was praying before I tried to go to sleep, I was so excited and thankful to Lord. It was even hard to go to sleep because I couldn't wait to be here. It brings great joy to my heart to share the joy of this day and this graduation weekend with you. There we go. This is great art by Dr. Nancy of leaning on her beloved, that is Jesus. Yeah. And I want to share a poem that the Lord gave me. And you've read in the Bible about Jacob's ladder. And I love this illustration in this graphic. And you know in the story of Jacob's ladder of how he had run all day and wore himself out and he laid his head down on a rock and he had this vision of the ladder. And the Bible is so rich and so full of mysteries and symbolism and prophetic understanding. And Jacob saw angels ascending and descending. And in that place, he built an altar of remembrance of what the Lord had showed him. And this illustration also represents the very DNA, the fabrics of our chemistry and biological makeup. 
And I pray that you grow in that spirit of wisdom and revelation day by day by his grace. And as you press into the heart of our Father, he gives you dreams and prophetic visions, angelic encounters to see more and more into the unseen eternal realm. And I pray right now for each of you, the Lord would sanctify your imagination as he draws you into his holiness and his sanctuary. What a beautiful time to be alive. And that you will see the most amazing things as the Lord stretches you and expands you and he takes you into his consecrated and uh, sanctified life and destiny. And so now I will share this poem one line at a time, David, for easy translation. Yes. Look, his beauty and joy take our breath away. He sings our song of deliverance. The journey in his eyes and his whispers unveil our. Um, our spirits desire for all nations. Come out, come out from the tomb of sorrows to worship with the cloud of his witnesses. See dimensions and mysteries revealed unfolding. When we behold the glory and abide in his sweet repose, like Stephen's gaze, these stones are painless. We see those eyes of holy fire in his sublime shalom. These epiphanies of Ava spark lightning flashing. A 
um, what is the epiphany? The joy? Epiphany is, is like an aha moment or a sudden oh, realization. Yeah. Uh, now we see above, beyond the darkness, trials and evil woes, even past our empty grave. Seated high beyond this lowly earthly plain, we dance by the river on his celestial shores. Through gates of gigantic pearls, step onto gems alive and sapphire floors. Oh, behold his wonders. Rejoicing and reigning, we praise his holy names forevermore. I see some of you like like uh, athletes jumping over hurdles that are very high. Yeah. And I see some of the women as graceful dancers like ballerinas spinning and worshiping the Lord. But I see that scripture come alive of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Yeah. Uh, it does not mean physical violence, but it means through worship and prayer with great zeal and passion. For our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but spiritual for the pulling down of strongholds. And the Lord will use each of you in amazing ways to advance the kingdom and to destroy the work of the Satan, the devil. And I want to share now from Ephesians 3.18. And I pray this blessing on each of you for the days ahead. And this is starting in Ephesians um, 3, verse 14. For this reason, seeing the greatness of this plan by which you are built together in Christ, I bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that Father from whom all fatherhood takes its title and derives its name. 
May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. May Christ through your faith actually dwell, settle down, abide, make his permanent home in your hearts. May you be rooted deep in love and founded securely on love. That you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp with all the saints, God's devoted people, the experience of that love, what is the breadth and length and height and depth of it. That you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves the love of Christ which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience. That you may be filled. Go ahead, David. Oh, that you may be filled, <clears throat> excuse me, through all your being unto all the fullness of God, may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God Himself. And even in the spirit now, I see each of you as like pulsate, pulsating pillars of light. Pulsating the pillars of light. Yeah. Yes, yeah. as pulsating so, like creatures of light. Yeah. Your spiritual being is larger than your physical being. And as you grow in the Lord and you grow in the maturity of the Holy Spirit, that your spiritual footprint will expand and enlarge with his glory. <laughs> And as you walk uprightly, being found in the favor by being holy as the Lord has made you to be holy, your spiritual footprint will expand and impact even more around you. That there is a holy vibration that works with your spirit man or woman to resonate and to partner and align with the Lord himself. And 
And just like the handkerchief of Peter or the shadow of Paul could bring healing to those around you, you will see that as you walk in his holiness. Because we each are called to disciple every creature, every creation, and every nation. You know, sometimes when people ask me if I'm a Christian, I say, well, first and foremost, I am a follower of Jesus Christ. Because Christ is our all in all, and he's the reason that we live and that we have our being in him. Each of you, my beloved, are created for greatness because of who Christ is in you, the hope of glory. And we all know the scripture of he gives us the peace that passes all understanding. But there's also another scripture that says the peace of God is what overcomes the enemy. And we can know that as new creations in Christ Jesus, that he is faithful to complete the good work that he started in each of you. The Lord knows the end from the beginning. And I speak and prophesy to the completed destiny that he created for each of you for his joy and for his glory. And I pray for each of you that you dream big with God because his dreams are bigger than we can understand. And I pray that you walk with deep, sincere humility, but also boldness in the authority of who Christ says you are. Each of you is fearfully and wonderfully made. And you were created for greatness because of who God is in you. And that the Lord gives you the ability as a spiritual Son of God, to speak to those things that be not as though they were. And you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And each day you will wake up and ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, good morning. What is it you would have me do today? And that you would allow the Lord to renew your mind each day and not be conformed to this world, but conformed to the image of Christ. He is setting you apart for his purposes because of his rich and royal love for each of you. 
so I pray all spiritual blessings and the Father's blessings on each one of you. And I love seeing your faces and the joy in your heart of your hard work and accomplishments of finishing this school year. And please know that we have many in the West who are praying for you every day. So we, we love you and I look forward to meeting you face to face in God's timing. And we look forward to seeing you again on Saturday for the graduation. Thank you so much, Dr. David. God bless you all. We love you. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Yeah.